Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, Big Z here. Week six of the NFL is upon us. And the Lions are searching for that first victory. So Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, come on. If you're going to the game this weekend, get loud. This team needs you to get over that hump. Come on, Dan Campbell needs you. We don't want to see those tears anymore. We want to see happy tears out of our, our, our leader, our fearless leader, Motor City Dan Campbell. So come on, drink that blue Kool-Aid, grab your own glass of Kool-Aid, sit back, relax. It's time for the pod. This is Drinking the Blue Kool-Aid, where lifelong Lions fans, Bob. All right, let's go, Lions fans. The Jared Goff era has begun. Connor. Hey, let's bite some kneecaps. Detroit versus everybody, baby. UJ. A new era in Detroit has begun, people. So get on the train or get left behind. Rudd Dog. This is going to be an unprecedented era of Detroit Lions respect. Man, I'm Big Z. It's a new era of Detroit Lions football. It's going to be one hell of a season. We'll be drinking the blue Kool-Aid with Dan Campbell all year long. Predictions, thoughts, reactions, everything we got to hear. Sit back, relax, and grab your Kool-Aid, fans. Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, we are back and ready for Wick Week of the NFL season. The Lions 0-5 looking for that first elusive victory. It's uh, coming, baby. But it looks like they, they hopefully we can get it this week. Three and a half point underdogs. That's that's one of the better lines they've had all year uh, for Vegas. Or is it the, the best? Uh, I, I think that's the closest we've been. Uh, or the, was the Bears three? I think the Bears is actually closer. But either way, uh, the Lions three and a half point underdog at home. Against the Bengals. Ford Field better be loud this weekend because we got to get that first victory. Got to get these boys over the hump. Uh, but before we get into all that, I'm Big Z. Let's get to the rest of the Blue Kool-Aid crew. So we got UJ. Hey, everybody. Red Dog. Yo. And Connor. What's up? <laughs> Gentlemen, uh, as I mentioned, Lions underdogs playing the Bengals this week. Um just some news. It looks like Taylor Decker is practicing this week. I don't think now, it's news that we're underdogs there, Z. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> there you go. But the news is that uh, T- Taylor Decker and Kevin Strong are practicing this week. The Taylor Decker, obviously, the bigger news of the two. But it's an interesting. If you're on the IR and you, and you start practicing, you can come off at the IR at any time within a three-week window. So he could be activated tomorrow. He can be <laughs> activated two and a half weeks from now. We have no idea. Uh, yeah, I didn't know that was the rule, really. But with all the like lines injuries, with all the lines injuries this year, we're getting very familiar with all the injury rules. Uh, My gut says he doesn't play uh, this weekend. I was thinking the same thing. Kind yeah. Of, yeah, that'd be a fast comeback. But yeah, I mean, I he's probably know, the nature of the condi- injury, though. Yeah, it's just a finger. Like you think, uh, you know, at least his legs are underneath yeah. him. He's been conditioning and stuff. Yeah, you probably don't want to rush him, though. It's like an out of 
0-5 season already. I don't think they have any. I'm just saying if uh, it's if it's an injury that has a low likeliness of being re-aggravated, if you can like uh, tape it up real good and stuff, then it could be real fast. But sure, I mean, because it's not like he's you know it's not like he's gonna have to regain his knees or ankles or anything like that. He's just gonna have to go back out there and start playing again. So right, um, yeah. So hopefully, but. Just being optimistic. You might be right, Connor. <laughs> yeah. We'll see. We'll see. I don't know. Um, so let, let's talk about this. Uh, and it doesn't look like Tyrell Williams will be back this week. Um, Warrior Hawkinson Flowers mispractice. That's not surprising. No. Um, well, yes. at least for Hawkinson and Flowers. Flowers, <laughs> we're lucky we'll get him on the field on Sundays, uh, yep, the way his career has gone in Detroit. Um, Warrior, uh, you know, th- this will be another interesting matchup for him. Uh, he he didn't look great against Justin Jefferson. Now he's going against another number one or number first round LSU wide receiver in Jamar Chase, most likely this weekend. How do we I think he's going to shape up against Chase here? I don't know if you match him necessarily. Against I think it Chase. depends on how our D line does, to be honest. Because yeah, I mean that's the vulnerability of this Bengals team is the offensive line uh, of the Bengals against the. Right. Any defensive yeah. line. Yeah. Right? Offensive line is the Bengals' weakness. You can ask Joe Burrow in his throat about what he thinks about sure. the offensive line. I mean, the, the Bengals. <laughs> I don't know if you guys, I don't know if you saw it, but Joe Burrow's on voice rest this week. Really? Kind of like Frank Ragnow was last year because of a throat injury. Is he on Broadway or something? Does he have a show this weekend? <laughs> Got a for, for Les Mis or something? I don't know. But no, I the Bengals have a lot of weapons on offense. Like, Boyd and Higgins and those guys. They got Joe Mixon. Um, and Burrow's talented, but I think if you can just get him some pressure, I I think that's really the key oh, yeah. here. Pressure's definitely the key. But as far as like uh, the matchup specifically with Awarier and, uh, and Chase, I don't necessarily know if we chose the matchups, assuming because I don't know if we even move Awarier just from side to side really. I probably wouldn't put him on Chase. I'd probably put him on more like Higgins or boy, like someone taller. Yeah. He's, I, I don't know if we. I don't. I don't really know a whole lot about our new secondary as far as like their size. But if we have a smaller, quicker guy, that's probably who you're going to want to put on on a uh, Chase. Someone who can keep up with him. He's a speedster, and it's not that tall. So I don't know. Unless you're pressing him or something, but I definitely expect safety help. For all our cornerbacks in this game. Yes. Absolutely. It's got, got to be a big game for the safeties for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Got to limit that deep ball uh, because they've been throwing it every game to chase uh, so far this season, and yep. he's uh, succeeded so far. It'll be a big game for Tracy. The Lions need to give me a reason to bench tomorrow chase in fantasy this week. So I have to trust <laughs> in their ability to shut him down with two safeties deep. <laughs> Look what they did to last week. That's your that's your faith or your uh, sign. That's true. Their defense looked great. That's true. Until I think one of the biggest keys in this game for the Lions, at least offensively, to get going is just stick with the run game. Like yes, just literally yes. make it a boring game in terms of just like run it, run it, run it, run it. Uh, because I, this this Bengals team is very vulnerable um, against the run. They're in the bottom half of the league against the run. Mm-hmm. Um, the Packers averaged seven yards a carry last week against them. I really like, and I, I think our offensive line has been doing a really good job run blocking, uh, and I, I just don't think we stay with it because we get behind in the fourth quarter and <laughs> uh, in the, in, yeah. in the third quarter. <laughs> so, oh, yes. uh, 
I would just really like us to stick with it, like really, really stick with it, um, to the point where you know it's it's third and six, and you're still running the ball. Honestly, I I I think it, that is the recipe for success in this game. I don't know what you guys think. Interesting. I'm with you, I mean, Z. Yeah. I'm with you on this one. I agree. You need to keep that running game going, baby. Just keep pounding them. You got a good one too to balance it out too. Like Williams and Swift can both take a good number of reps if that's your strategy. Um, right. Yeah, I take true. Swift and Williams. Oh, Is this the game we get Jamar Jefferson? Finally, get him active and through a three back rotation. Just keep pounding them. I don't know about that. Probably not. No. Um, but I mean, as far as Swift and Williams, you get. I would definitely put him top ten running back tandem in the league, and maybe even top top ten tandem. Yeah, I'd say maybe top five tandem. I was thinking top five. I'll say top um, eight. There's not a lot of great top great tandems. I feel like there's a few great tandems, but I don't feel like there's like a ton. Yeah, Chiefs have a good one. Let's. I'm trying to think of all the teams. The Chiefs. Yeah, the Chiefs no, they got don't. some good running backs. Clyde Edwards Hilaire is not that. Good. I think he is. I think the Chiefs I mean, are just having we, a bad season. I was just talking about this. I think last episode where I think the Lions got really lucky that the Chiefs took Hilaire and we got Swift uh, because a lot of people thought Swift was a better running back out of two. And so far, yeah, that looks to be too. the case if you if you watch him on tape. Yeah, and just like, stats wise. <laughs> I don't know. We could have one of the top, like I mean, top top if they keep going the way they're looking, but. Uh... Uh, yeah, there's, I don't know if I'd say top five is a good chance that they're there it's right now. It's our strength. We use it, use it, use it. Especially use it, the way Swift is ascending. Like, and, and I know we talked about it on the fourth and third and shorts, like, you know, pound it. Yeah. It's our strength. Don't go away from what we're best at doing, especially with the wide receiver crew that we have currently. Well, and especially with there. the tackles, the tackles we're running out there. I mean, well, it's banged up stool and. I mean that's it's that's where we're getting hurt the most on de- on blocking is we're giving up a lot of pressure off the edges yeah. right and so I mean if we can the the more we can limit that scenario where the guys blast by one of our tackles and gets off to fumble it or something the better <laughs> well that relies on Sewell having a big turnaround game so we'll see well he I mean saying if we can get the run game well, that's where he's been reliable yeah. still so we don't yeah. maybe we don't need to rely on you know these guys suddenly playing better. So as far well, as who to worry about on since for Cincinnati defensively, um, Jesse Bates, uh, their their cornerback, uh, he wait he plays cornerback right now now I'm second guess oh uh-oh. yeah no he's a safety sorry he's he's their top safety, really good player um leads the team in tackles, um and then Trey Hendrickson another guy I really like defensive end, um doesn't wear any gloves so you notice him. Uh, He's one of the rare defensive linemen in the league that doesn't wear any gloves. Had a couple sacks against the Packers last week who have a defense, decent offensive line. Um, so that's a name that we'll have to be concerned about on the right, where, wherever he lines up on the right edge or the left edge. Um, Trey Waynes is a name that we're kind of familiar with. DJ Reader was a guy that we wanted in free agency a couple of years ago. Um, he's been on the Bengals the last couple of years, uh, up, a guy up the middle. So they got some names. Uh on the defensive side of the ball. Mm-hmm. I don't think they've really put it all together. Uh, but this is definitely a vulnerable defense. Don't get me don't get me wrong. Yeah. Uh, but this is this is a Bengals team that's fought back in the fourth quarter a lot in every game that they've uh, had this year. Thursday they got that night, explosive potential. Yeah, Thursday night against the Jaguars, even against the Packers, uh they they should have won. Uh missed a couple <laughs> field goals. I was gonna say the, the Evan McPherson missing a field goal with twenty seconds left. 
And he thought he made it. Yeah. <laughs> that feels like a curse going into the yeah, Lions game. That was great. It was celebrating. That was awesome. Oh, man. Who funny. missed it? Was it the Bengals guy? Or the yeah, the Bengals guy missed oh. it. He, he thought it went in. He was celebrating. Uh, oh, wow. And then... Yeah. Uh, uh, we have not had that kind of kicking luck from opposing kickers, so hopefully he can yeah. maintain that one yeah, more right. week for us. Well, hopefully right. we if, get if to we're up seventeen sixteen with missing kicks. <laughs> if we're up seventeen sixteen with less than a minute left, I will be scared. Well, because we'll, yeah. we'll as long as we three. don't rush three, we will rush three though. <laughs> Jinx. That's what that's what the game plan always will be. Hey, Campbell was asked that question point blank, and he gave a thoughtful answer. But he didn't really. I mean, he didn't what did he say? say what he would do next time. But he gave. He he said something along the lines that he would. Uh, you know, it's it's a choice at that point where you're playing different kinds of odds. Like, do you leave? Like, and he talked about what he talked about this thing that the offenses do that will mitigate a pass rush, uh, and you never know when it's coming. Like some sort of blocking scheme. I I can't remember exactly what he said, but the point was that he talked about how. You don't really know what's going to happen, and it's, and it's an odds game. And sometimes, if you leave your, you know, leave that extra guy to rush, then you leave your deep secondary exposed, and you get burnt that way. And it's just, and and it's something they're going to have to think about and really look at, since obviously it didn't work. All I'm saying, he he didn't give a, you know, what they're going to do, how they're going to change, but he gave a thoughtful answer. And and, and he's kind, of, he's right. I mean, sometimes the extra guy in coverage is the difference maker, and your three man rush gets there. And I know instinctively I say rush four too, but that's all I'm saying. It's it's one of those ones where well, so he gave far an answer not and it's not an excuse. This feels like a team especially you should not rush three against who's susceptible no, to I the rush and with three yes. dangerous receivers downfield who could all potentially catch a deep ball. Like, Well, he's got to at least try it, rush four, and stop rushing three. <laughs> I mean, I think we all agree on that. <laughs> yeah, I think we do. Let's just hope we're not in that situation again at the end of this game. Yes. Well, then again, if we get a chance, if we actually stop it, it'll be okay. If <laughs> we win, it'll be okay. Right. I mean, what do we what do we think about Goff in this game? I I really don't. I, I don't want the I don't want the crowd to boo him. I don't know what to so think what, of what, Goff. What, what stops the What stops the crowd from booing Goff in this game? What does he have to do? Well, first of all, hold on to the ball when he's going. I was going to say, guys. not commit turnovers is the biggest thing. I think that's the that is by far his biggest. Hand thing. it off well. And it's off well. You know, and three and outs are, yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I'd like to see him, uh, you know, because Campbell talked about that too, how they need to push the ball downfield more. And I'd like to see that come out a little more intentional this week where it's not, um, you know, wait late in the game when we, when we have to have it. But, like, maybe more design because I feel like nowadays so much of, like, everyone seems to be, like, could put the quarterback out there and he makes all the decisions, but why not just do some design deep balls and go out there and actually push the ball? I'd like to see deep middle more than this wide receiver crew at the very least in in a straight line fast down the field. Yeah. Exactly. I mean I don't know. That's the thing thing. if we can pound like we're talking about run the ball, run the ball, run the ball, it's gonna open up opportunities for golf later later in the game. So I will yeah. it's gonna rely on the run game. One would hope so. I will say if, if Goff really wants to like re endear himself or give fans hope for himself as a long term option, I think getting that hot connection back is also key. Right. Because that's what people saw early on that excited them so much about Goff, and that's just disappeared the last couple of weeks. And well, especially with our wide receiver crew, teams have really been uh, you know, like double teaming Hawk over the middle and yes. stuff. Yeah. Um 
So I think the Lions need to get more creative with him as well, whether it's motioning him, uh, maybe giving him a handoff, uh, like on a third and two or something like that. <laughs> That'd Just be funky. Teams like think <laughs> think twice about where he's lining up and, and you know mo- where he's motioning along the line. This is free him up somehow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah like that, like that play they do with Kelsey on the Chiefs, where he cuts across the line. He just does that little flip pass up the middle. Yep. Yeah, maybe something like that. You're right, Z. We got to get him more involved somehow. Absolutely. He's too good. I I think that's a must. Yeah, exactly. He's too good. Um, Absolutely. to to be completely absent from the offense the last couple of weeks, and it's shown in the the back score. Uh, yep. You know, we haven't scored over twenty points since week one. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, have I mean, your best weapon erased. A couple more Bengals players I didn't mention: uh, Joe Mixon and uh, Samaj Perine. They're 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 two headed duo um, out of the backfield here for them. Pretty solid. Um, Joe Mixon, pretty good player. Uh, pretty good player. Consistent fantasy uh, player. Yeah. How about John Gruden too? He got fired uh, this this past week. Yeah. Yes. Well, Gruden and Urban Meyer. Like, what's going on? Oh, this league is like. I, I don't know. Urban Meyer's probably really happy though. Yeah. Uh, no. He's the all all the pressure's off Meyer now. He can do whatever. <laughs> he's not the story for a week. He's happy. Good lord. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Just wild stuff uh, going on there. A, a, a Raiders team that finally yeah. thought they might have had a winning team, and then. Uh, the investigation had nothing to do with him, too, which was the oddest part. Like, it was all about yeah, right. the Washington football team. I think we'll hear a lot more about some of those emails coming out. Yeah. Uh, oh, uh, boy. So that'll be interesting. I know one came out about Adam Schefter today, like how he sent uh, a story to the owner or the team president of the Redskins to edit it however we want to uh, present the story pretty much. <laughs> So oh, if you didn't if you didn't think ESPN was like trying to do everything to please the NFL, there's an example for you. Uh, the Schefter just writing us pretty much having yeah. the Redskins write his story for him. I don't get why <laughs> people insist on writing down every thought that comes into their mind. Like, just don't do it. And you won't be investigated and fired years later. <laughs> yeah, that that it it was interesting that that was this was actually all down in emails. You don't always see that. <laughs> Yeah, such an old guy scandal emails. Like it's not just an old guy scandal. You're right. <laughs> yeah, right. It's not tweets or something, or it's just email chains. Like what? Yeah. <laughs> All right, gentlemen. So let's get now to All right. our famous segment, world famous. That is our Ooh. predictions. Ooh. As I mentioned, Alliance three and a half point underdogs at home, a noon central, one o'clock Eastern kickoff in Detroit. So UJ. What do you got? All right. Here it is. Here it is, guys. All right. The Lions right now are like molten lava coming up from the earth. Okay. And and there's weakness in the earth's crust. That molten lava is working its way to the top. Now, as as the season goes on, the first game, you know, the molten lava is there and the, the 49ers are there and they, they, they survived it, you know. And then the next team came, but the molten lava is getting a little closer to the top every game, you know. And then this last game, that molten lava was just ready to crack the crust, man, but not quite this year, this week. When the Bengals come into town, that molten lava is going to come shooting out of there and destroy that Bengals team. I'm telling you, this team's ready to come out of the earth and destroy people. All right. And yeah. and uh, matchups now, <clears throat> matchups are the key and the essence of the NFL. And this this one, I think, matches up well with us because their weakness is their O-line. Our strength is the D-line. Uh, I think we're going to win that battle there on the defense line. We can If we can give enough pressure on Burrow, we're going to nullify them a little bit, that good receiving core that they have. 
Um, I think our defense is on the rise too in this in this league. It, we're an up and coming defense. On offense, we just got to run the hell out of the ball, pound it. Their weakness is their D line against the run, and that's our strength. So I think we match up well with this team. I think it'll be not a huge scoring game, but uh, I'm going to say uh, two rushing touchdowns, uh, and I think we're going to win 21 to 17 this game. 21 to 17. Yes, sir. All righty. There you have it. 21-17, a Lions victory from UJ. Yep. Let's go to Red Dog. Yeah, I agree with a lot of what UJ said about all the, how, how everyone matches up. I think there are a lot of great potential battles and between position groups that we have a chance of winning. But I have this vision. Do you guys remember uh, Marcus Pollard, the tight end? We yeah. signed, I Vague, think, from the vaguely. Colts. Very vaguely. Like, because we were all excited about him, because he was like this flashy tight end from the Colts. He was a good player, and he came and he started doing a couple of good things, and then he got creamed, just absolutely creamed on like an over the middle passing route, and like he couldn't catch a ball after that. Yeah, I don't know if anyone remembers that, but I have this vision of Tracy Walker just absolutely destroying Jamar Chase on a on a cross, some sort of crossing pattern, and. uh for the rest of the game, he's just not going to be able to catch anything, and our defense is going to go on a tear, and just Joe Burrow's going to struggle because he, he lost his best player. And uh, they're going to hold them to three points on a field goal because they got in the field goal range early before uh, Tracy Walker creamed wow. Mark Chase. And uh, our offense is just going to control the game, and, and we're going to run the ball down their throats, and we're going to – Swift is going to have three touchdowns, and Jamal Williams is going to have two so that's five, seven, thirty-five to there three. There you go, Detroit wow. Lions, baby. Thirty-five. To I was hoping to get the math right, Rod Dog. <laughs> oh yeah, thirty-five to three. Yeah, there you have it. There you have it. I like it. Barry, <laughs> right, let's go to Connor. Yes, sir. Wow, it's always difficult to follow up uh, Rod Dog's <laughs> predictions, but I will try my best. Uh, I think this will be a bit of a closer game, um, but. I think this is a trap game, and I mean that in favor of the Lions. I think everyone at this point is looking at the schedule every week, like in your survivor pools, like, oh, let's pick against the Lions every week. I think this is a bad week to do it because I coming back home, I think there's some excitement. I think the defense is starting to look good. They're starting to get confident. I think if they can get some good blitz reads in there, and like we mentioned earlier, consistently rush the ball, don't keep the ball in golf sands too long. I think we have a shot here. I think we're going to win 24-21 with uh, Cincinnati having the ball, the possibility to tie, but our defense makes the stop finally. And we rush for it. I like it. it. It's a bold prediction. Redemption round. Love it. Bold. And in this scenario, we rush for Just want to make that. (laughs) That's even bolder. (laughs) Anyways, up to you, Big Z. I love it. I'm not sure which prediction is bolder. Yours kind of Rudd Dogs over there. I think giving up three <laughs> points is bolder, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, So I had two rushing touchdowns from Williams, one from Swift in this game. I think I don't think Goff has any passing touchdowns, and I have us winning this game 24 to 20. I think Burrow is going to burrow into the ground after this game. Uh, uh, <laughs> <four> <laughs> <sides>. <laughs> oh, yeah. wow. Can I, can, I bur- can I burrow that line from you? Lo- oh, oh. Oh, oh, man. Oh, oh man. We'll be, we'll- this podcast <laughs> is living on burrow time. Oh. 
Oh boy, we can we can go all night uh, with this. <laughs> We're really Jamar chasing these, aren't we? Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, that wasn't as good. Sorry. You gotta hey, be. Hey, Higgins, you're you're me. mixing you your metaphors. Oh! 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 Oh, dude. Someone stop this man! Someone stop this man! <laughs> Alrighty, as. Yes. So we all we all You guys are Higgin hilarious. We we all predict a Lions victory again. Um and I know Bob what? Bob predicts a Lions victory as well. We didn't get a score for him, but I'll I'll I, pre- I can predict victory. on his behalf. I'm gonna say go ahead. Twenty eight twenty one Lions with ah. two DeAndre Swift oh. rushing touchdowns. That's Bob's prediction. Ah, all right. All right. And if it's wrong, well, talk to Bob. It. I have nothing to do with. Don't worry, we'll get. Well, don't worry, we'll handle them. (laughs) We'll handle them. Uh, So, thank you everybody for listening. Twitter at Drinking Lions, Um, Instagram at Drinking the Blue Kool Aid. Please follow us on there. Reach out to us. Let us know what you think about, um, you know, this upcoming game and your your thoughts. Do we pull off the victory? I also wanted to mention you guys, by the way. that the Lions signed an undrafted rookie free agent uh, off the practice squad from the Steelers by the name of Mark Gilbert um, had an 8.0 RAS score. Uh, so I, 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 I think what just because it? he's on the Steelers who have a good defense, he's a cornerback uh, yeah. that I, I think we, you know, my a diamond in the rough here. Uh, I, I, I'm, I'm excited uh, from the prospect signing this guy, actually. So Dome, any... all within with all the other potential diamonds in the rough we got. Oh, <laughs> speaking of quarterbacks, the Seahawks He's released a... uh, Trey Flowers. Um, oh, yeah. did they? They're... Oh, so I'm saying we should go get him. We have to have him now, just because He's of the too name. Old. I don't <laughs> care. Yeah, He's too old. We had to get oh, him for the name. Yes. So we can have two Trey. We have flowers to have multiple right? Trey Flowers. Those Trey Flowers. So our defense can bloom. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> alright at least it'll smell good well thank you everybody for listening um, Spotify, Apple, or your podcast please download, please subscribe and please leave a review we always greatly, greatly appreciate it other than that Blue Kool-Aid drinkers, gentlemen uh, our producer Kid J um, enjoy your weekend. This will be a victory this weekend. We will. We're guaranteeing it. Yes. Oh. We're putting we're on the guarantee. Kool Aid guarantee. So that's some bulletin board material for the Bengals. If they didn't already have some, uh, but we're guaranteeing it. And last but not least, as always, go. go. Go Lions! Forward down the field, a charging team that will not yield. And when the blue and silver wave, stand and cheer the brave. Rock, rock, rock! Go hard, win the game. With honor, you will keep your fame. Down the field and gain a Lions victory! Go! Go.